everybody. So this is really fun. We are here to talk about season three of When Calls the Heart. Uh, we previously did an episode uh, covering seasons one and two. This is covering season three. And I'm joined by, by Amber to talk about it. Hi, everybody. The episode for season three is the New Year's. And I believe that Rosemary uh, it has to put on a New Year's play. Is that correct? Well, so what happens is Rosemary enters this competition talking about like the the idyllic frontier family New Year's. Or something. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, yeah. And so she enters that, she wins, she's selected, and then there's that funny plot line where she has to convince Lee to pretend that they're engaged. Right. That was um, not funny. engaged, married. But they're, they they're just started to date. They, uh, but they pretend to be married and it's, it's really fun. But yeah. as part of Rosemary's New Year's spectacular, she, they, she sets up the play, the New Year's yeah. play. So there's this play. And yeah, that is a lot of fun when they're like pretending to be married and like Lee's just kind of like, looking at her and like how far is she going to take this and it turns out the reporter sort of knows all along you know that they're not really married and uh but he still wants to do the article and uh, yeah it's 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 this is this is a fun one i i really like the next christmas one is one i was thinking of but uh but yeah and this did very well too i'm looking at the viewers um 2.49 so i guess uh, which is a lot higher than any other episode I'm seeing. I guess it must have gotten a bump from uh, yeah, Hallmark the Christmas bump viewers. Yeah. So um, the thing about the the movies, I'll just say, is I think they are way better than the series because they don't have to deal with the storylines that I feel really bog down the fun of the series. Yeah. So I mean, you know, in New Year's and Christmas, they don't really spend more than a second acknowledging, oh, the railway or oh gowan's the worst or yeah. whatever their their plot yeah. happens to be it's just like a, it's basically the whole thing is something fun that rosemary can do <laughs> so yeah. it's i think it really benefits from being unshackled from the yeah. arcing storylines yeah and they really are pretty self-contained you could watch them and not watch the show and, and pretty much understand what's going on yeah so i i really loved it I mean, there's not yeah. a lot to dig into as far as like this over storyline because it's yeah. self-contained for the most part, but I really loved it. Uh, it to that point, it was easily my favorite part of the show. So yeah. So how many crowns did you give the Christmas special then? I would have given the New Year's special. New Year's special, sorry. Um, I would give it 3.75 crowns. Okay. I basically have the same. We're on the same page with that. Yeah. Cause uh. it's, it's it's really fun but it's not perfect but it's pretty yeah. good i think i like the like i said the next one a little bit better but it, it's 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 cute it's really cute in season three it starts out the main plot line is uh that you know gowan's all being greedy and he's trying to stop lee from his sawmill and and uh and other sort of greedy schemes yeah and, you know and i I apparently am the world's biggest Gowan apologist. I don't think he was trying to like prevent Lee from making whatever, but I think he was just like, you know, you got to grease the palms of industry. He was just trying to make money off of Lee. I don't think he was trying to like sabotage Lee. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. I know everyone's like Gowan's a mysterious mustache twirling villain. And he is, but I don't think that it was like, 
Because what benefit would it give him to actually run Lee out of town? There, there would be no one to take that slack. Yeah, he wouldn't but be able to pay anyone. I mean, I guess I wish we got we, towards season four. We did get a little few softer moments with him, but he is pretty. Uh, if if people see him that way as being sort of the scheming bad guy, it's because that's a lot of how he's presented. And there's not a lot of he's not that well rounded of a character. But, uh, oh, but I but, see the rounds in Gowan. All right. Um, except for, but season three, it's he's tied into the um, storyline with Jack Wagner and Nora. I can't remember what Jack Wagner's character's name is right now. Uh, Bill, Bill Avery. Yeah, he's yeah. he's tied into that Bill Nora Gowan love triangle thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is just. Did anyone have fun watching that? No. I mean, like she was slightly less so, annoying she's than so, in season two. She's but adorable, she's though. Like her, like she's so beautiful. Yeah. But like, and like, I could see why those guys would be like, "Hey," and I'm confused. Was he? Is, are they trying to say that Gowan was the biological father of the kid that got raised by Bill, or what? I I never got any clarity on that. The there's you mean their son? Yeah. Oh, I never got, I never thought that. Well, because he was like, oh, you left her. And then he was like, well, I had to leave her. I got moved. And they were like, well, you could have not abandoned her. And so I'm like, so is he the, is that what they're saying? That he was the father of the kid? I never picked up on that, but who knows? If you have an idea in the comment section, please, please, please help us out. Um, But (laughs) the, uh, the other sort of, main plotline in this beginning is pastor frank has a dark side and we got hints of that in season two well it turns out he used to be a outlaw a, a thief whatever and there's these two these three guys that are uh wanting i think one of them or two of them are his brothers or i i'm two, not sure. the two of them are brothers but they're brothers. not his okay. brothers okay anyway so they want to use his special skills i guess that he has and get him back into the on the bad side from being a preacher and and i couldn't care less yeah i really couldn't either it was very boring and 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 him and abigail are having this relationship and she gets upset with him uh, for lying we also get the plotline of uh, elizabeth purchasing her own home uh, in this time and also we have jack also buying land for them to live on someday so that's kind of these early uh chapters there's chapters episodes there's also a ton of time spent in the school yeah this season these episodes a ton of time spent with the with the kids whether it's a science fair or other activity of some kind and most of the time it's very boring well and we do get the introduction of um cody and becky in this season so yeah um so they're a big part of the show yes um oh can we also just talk about completely dropped um elizabeth's family that storyline's dead jack's brother is dead to us as well um like the last we saw of her family elizabeth's sister had run away the end right yeah yeah you're right and so she's just run away and no one told her or she just ran away and elizabeth doesn't care uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, these were very boring outlaws. They just, I don't know. They just didn't do anything for me. And yeah, you do get uh, in episode five, you get Faith 
uh, coming into town who helped treat Jack's brother in Hamilton. And she's a nurse. And for at first, Elizabeth is very kind of worried about their Jack and Faith's friendship, but uh, that seems to subside fairly, fairly quickly. They kind of give her her own plot lines and things like that. Yeah, if um, vibrant spark, uh, Rosemary couldn't pull Jack away from Elizabeth. Faith, <laughs> who is very sweet, is not going to pull away Jack. I'm sorry. Rosemary yeah. is the best, and if he doesn't love Rosemary, then he will only love Elizabeth. Yeah, so agreed. So, okay. Uh, the, I'm trying to see if I can Oh, and then we also get, um, so there's the whole Cody and Becky thing, which and is yeah. fun, and I guess. It gives, it gives Abigail something a little bit more to do than just being right to other adults all the time, I guess. And it mm-hmm. is an outlet for her. I want to say know-it-all, but I don't want it to sound rude. Like she's a little bit of a know-it-all. Her know-it-all streak gives it an outlet that's more normal. Because I feel like if she was just always bossing people around, people in real life would be like, okay, chill out, Abigail. But, you know, her correcting and teaching children how to live makes more sense. So, I mean, I do like the addition of Cody and Becky as far as that's concerned. Yeah, and uh, they're they're pretty decent kid actors. Yeah, uh, they're, they they don't do too bad a, a job. So he uh, that uh, you know is has like health problems uh, with her like legs and other things. And well, I think she just got some like weird fever, right? Some old timey fever, and yeah. then <laughs> because she was recovering for so long, she was like weak and couldn't walk. But like it was psychosomatic and she just like didn't think she could walk or whatever and then she had she was healed somehow but whatever yeah so uh they uh they have a let's see here so then it's in episode five we get the like at the end we get the introduction of aunt carolyn yeah a an arc for the season so aunt carolyn comes in she is the aunt of cody and becky and she says that she is going to take them and uh, and she's going to raise them and she's going to take uh, Becky out of school because, of course, she's a genius like we already know with all these children. And, Hashtag uh, genius children. Genius children. It becomes a, a serious point of drama for this, this season. Well, I, I don't remember that lasting very long because it was basically like she was wrong and then Elizabeth and Abigail were obviously right as usual. And then, of course, they were able to see her point of view. And then she was like, and I'll pay for you to have all the college. Hooray, I'm just a wealthy aunt who allows you to follow your dream. I guess it was just two episodes. It felt longer. (laughs) 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 Okay. Yeah, and then we also get the announcement of the the Hollywood movie is going to be shot. uh, Yes. uh, In the town. And she is very of course rosemary is very excited about this yeah and that was fun having yeah. the little the little hollywood movie arc mm-hmm. and then having rose like obviously what are the odds of the hollywood producer being like oh it's rosemary Laveau, but it's funny yeah. so it's fine and then yeah. her making the choice yeah. ultimately to not go to hollywood because she found a different dream i like yeah that's really cute i know feminists 
who are like, whatever, but like, if that's what she wants, then she can have that. Thanks. Sure. Um, but yeah, that was a really cute scene because they'd had a scene earlier where she told him, Oh, I'm going to go do this. You could kind of see like him being sad, but being being sad, but supportive still. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Everything they do is perfect. They're perfection. So um, there's also this plot line where Jack is trying to help this single mother uh, that the husband has gone away because he can't deal with the pressure and the stress and whatever. And so he's like trying to bring them back together. And he was uh, like, so well, I didn't know I had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> see, and see, I just feel like it would have been such a good point because I really feel like they were saying that Gowan was the biological father of the kid. I would have thought it was a perfect opportunity to show a soft side to Gowan where like he finds out about this and he ends up giving advice to the kid like you don't want to give up on the woman you love and your child. Like that would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I I never thought that about Gowan, but it, I can see what you're saying. So it's the end of episode six where they get the the f- fine where Abigail makes her her she begs for uh, for for Cody and uh, you get this the passion please they say. So yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and then the end of the season we have jack's mother brooke yeah. shields coming into town and i was not a fan did you like this no i didn't and i don't know why i mean i love brooke shields and i think she did a good job i just felt like it was it was just a contrivance to try to keep jack and elizabeth apart with, because for some reason they just don't want that to happen yet which well and I you know you and i know we both love we don't mind contrivances or we wouldn't watch hallmark movies but uh, but I don't know. I, she just felt very modern to me. And yeah, the show feels very modern. I just, I wasn't a big fan of that whole p- plot line. Uh, I don't know. No, um, yeah. I, I'm, and I'm like, I feel like I could be happy to see his mom come back in the future. Um, it's just what she ended up doing while she was on the show, which was essentially nothing. She, she didn't really bring Jack and Elizabeth closer to each other. She didn't help Elizabeth find out something about herself. She didn't help yeah. Jack figure something else about himself. I mean, she was just there basically because Brooke Shields was like, yeah, sure, I'll be in your show. Which <laughs> she was basically is, caused some conflict for Elizabeth. That's sort of the idea. But, uh, but, but not any more her. than a roommate would have caused. There was nothing really in the dynamic of her being Jack's mom that made it more of a conflict you know i mean mm-hmm. even if it was just some random roommate elizabeth would have reacted in the same sort of like oh i'm sorry let me help you kind of way yeah so i don't know that it necessarily created anything for the storyline yeah but yeah i like really i liked seeing brooke shields and i i hope she comes back and is able to do something a little bit more fun in the future yeah um, but the storyline itself didn't really work for me yeah rosemary is planning her wedding and this and it turns the end she, of course, she wants to be a huge thing at first yeah and uh, is very excited and then you also have gowan and nora and all of that uh, going down uh so like yeah of- and then so the the rosemary's big fancy wedding thing was a fun storyline to follow it going through because it was fun to watch her plan and be excited and be a bossy person. Right. And then what ultimately happens because of the, the miners mudslide, right? Yep. So um, this is at the neighboring mine, Silverton mine. Yeah. It was yeah. actually so amazing watching mm-hmm. Rosemary, like, cause we've, 
we've always been told that rosemary is sort of flitty and lame, but I don't really see that all the time. I think she's just being showy. Yeah. Um, and people are saying like she's super selfish, but I don't really think that she is. Um, not at her core. I think she's just showy, right? And mm-hmm. she's just trying to do whatever will be the most yeah. grandiose thing. Um, and she just sees herself as a star, not necessarily coming from a place of selfishness. Anyway, but okay. being able to see her without even a moment's hesitation, like offer up all of her stuff for the relief effort, yeah. basically. It was so, really great because I, really I feel like it was something that we've always seen Rosemary capable of doing. We just haven't seen her have a real opportunity to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed seeing that. And when she was like, they'll be the dress best bandages of all, whatever she said was so funny. Yeah. 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 So she's, she rips up her, she lets her fabric for the bridesmaids dresses be used for bandages. And then she gives all of her uh, wedding food to the, the people in need. So it's really cute. It is and, really cute. And it does end with their wedding. And, Which is adorable and it's the best. And it really boosts the show, the yeah. series. I feel like the whole series itself was pretty not great. I'm going to not lie because it was just a lot of storylines and plots and a lot of focus on either the children being geniuses and (laughs) that's just a very repetitive storyline for me or um, storylines that I'm not super interested in like Frank being an outlaw or Gowan and And Nora. And Avery and stuff. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Uh, But then this final episode really put it, you know, up into a a better place than it would have been without this final episode. It's the season two crowns. And it was probably like one crown and then it got an extra boost by the how much I liked prayers from the heart the finale. Just saying. Yeah, I don't know. Um uh, I, I I liked season four even less. I I'd say um two and a half for me for this one. So that basically covers most of season three. Uh, we'll cover the Christmas special as part of our season four episode, and uh, we it'll be interesting to see what happens to our characters and how after you know rosemary and lee's wedding kind of ended on a high with this season uh we will uh, we'll look uh forward we'll, to talking about season four so uh where can people find you um so people can find me i'm on twitter at amber brainwaves um and then also they can find our podcast on at hallmarkies pod on twitter at Hallmarkies Podcast on Instagram and soon to be on HallmarkiesPodcast.com. Yeah, so we're we're working on getting things uh, together and uh, and uh, you know trying to improve things each day. So we're we're having a lot of fun with it. We're enjoying it. So please support us on those social medias. You can follow me at Smiling LDS Girl on social media, and at Fifty Four Disney Reviews is my blog. And uh, you please uh, follow us on our on iTunes if you can put comments or uh, reviews that uh, sorriness that's very helpful. And uh, yeah, thanks so much. Okay, bye guys. Okay, bye.